Hi there and welcome to Global Heart Church. Uh, I'm Jared Keane, the senior pastor, and wherever you are tuning in from around the world today, really, really hope and pray that in our planning of this message that it's going to really inspire you for the great journey that you are on and uh, for the great calling that you have in your own life. So enjoy the message and really pray that it's a blessing to you today. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Lauren. Just before I get into the Word, as we were in worship and that beautiful song and we were encouraged in that, those lyrics to bring our sacrifice. I, I saw God's people. They were bringing sacrifices. Some were so beautifully wrapped and God was pleased. Some were loosely put together, but they were put together a great heart and they didn't look like the others, but God was pleased. Some had gone home to collect their sacrifices because they had forgotten, but they made it back in time. And God was pleased. God is pleased with your sacrifice. God is so pleased with your sacrifice because he's looking at hearts today. He's looking at hearts today that we will bring something, lay it before him so he can do what he does best. He can ignite it. He can put fire to that sacrifice. He can make it go the long haul. So whatever you're bringing to God today, God is pleased. God is pleased. He loves the sacrifice of his people. So be encouraged today. Amen. Amen. He's such a beautiful God. Such a beautiful God. And today I get the privilege of bringing a word to you today that um, I believe God has laid upon my heart, a short word today. And I'm going to speak on prayer. And um, the title I have is Prayer, a Lifelong Conversation with God. And um, I get the opportunity to pray the most important prayer of all at the end of the service when I finish speaking. I'm going to give you the opportunity to begin the greatest conversation that you ever will have. And that's this conversation with God today. If you've never begun that conversation with God today, I get the privilege to be able to lead you in that conversation today, to ignite that conversation with God. And, and also at the end, we get the privilege to pray. Our prayer team get the privilege to pray today with you, to stand alongside each other, the body of Christ, the people of God, the community of faith believers, and support one another. So we're going to be able to do that right at the end of the service in an extended time. So my title is Prayer, a Lifelong conversation with God. This is what God is speaking to me about. Um, I truly believe that we've been created with the capacity, certainly the opportunity, to have a lifelong living conversation with God. And that might throw you, you might think, how can I talk all day with God? But as I've been thinking on this and mulling it over my life and seeing my own prayer life go to new heights and wanting to grow in that. I've just seen that increase over time and, and I want to grow in that as God invites us to come forward and being inviting me to come forward to pray more. I see now that, you know, it is possible to have this lifelong conversation with God. Why do I say that? Because we're formed, we've been created for relationship. And if you and I are in relationship with family members, with one another, Relationship works best if we converse with one another, if we actually speak to one another. And so, you know, you would see your family and your friends, your closest relatives and that, and, and you know, you work, 
you're speaking with one another. You're in daily conversation with one another. And so I believe that we can converse with God in that kind of relationship. What does that look like? Well, sometimes it might look like routine. We can get into that place. Sometimes the conversation are deep because this is, the, I'm just paraphrasing or paralleling with our conversation with our family members. Sometimes it's intense. Sometimes it's full of joy. Sometimes it's tearful. Sometimes we learn new things, face difficult things. Many times we are uplifted by conversations. Sometimes we're questioning. Sometimes we're asking. And many times we are filled with great peace. And uh, I just love the fact that these conversations don't even have to have words sometimes. Sometimes we're just contemplating the relationship that we're in with our closest friends. Sometimes we're contemplating this beautiful relationship we're in with God. It's thoughtful. It's even silent. A knowing, a sense of God's presence like He is here today. Maybe even a piece of music is speaking to you. It's ministering to your heart. Like prayer meditation and hymns that I oh, listened to yesterday on the piano playing to me and filling my room with a sense of God's awe, His wonder. He created music to worship Him. Music is created to worship God and God alone. And you know, God is not silent, not as silent as we think He is. No, He does speak to us. He speaks to us through His Word. He responds in so many ways. A still, small voice a scripture, and knowing he's just such a good God, I didn't think I'll be crying. A word of encouragement from a friend, a song, a shift in your circumstances, a breakthrough, renewed faith to keep on going, a clear mind. He's the most wonderful dialogue that you will ever have. It's just becoming so real to me. I'm sorry. He's going to use this for his glory. Because we are conversing with a living God. Thank you, Lauren. And he with us. And peace is on our hearts. All is well. He is in control. Perhaps this is the best and the greatest thing that Paul ever spoke about. Pray without ceasing. Could this be the conversation that our lifetime takes with God? 1 Thessalonians 5 verses 16 says, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing. In everything give thanks to God, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Pray without ceasing. Could it be that this God, this beautiful God, we see Him and recognizing Him in all of our circumstances, and as we acknowledge his presence, we invite him into every part of our lives. And thankfulness, as in that scripture said, opens up the doorway for us. True prayer is a way of life, not just used in circumstances of emergency. Make it a habit, and when the need arises, it will be there and in practice. And that's what Billy Graham said. And I love that. I love that. A way of life. And I love this scripture. 
Acts 17, verses 28. For in him we live and move and have our being. It's beautiful, beautiful moving with Christ. We have our being. So could it be that God wants our everyday life to be that living conversation with him in a two-way dialogue, rather like a natural rhythm of our life? The creator, the created one, one in harmony. And sometimes no words are needed. I would love to grow in this area. I would love to continue this conversation in this way with God. You know, my earliest moments of prayer life were being on my knees on a hard floor, lined up against an orange leather couch in Ireland as a very young girl. My mother had us all lined up in a row, and we were going to be praying. And the giggles, the nudging, the laughter, and... And probably the word comes to mind, scorn from my oldest brothers, as mom, precious mom, had us lined up all on the floor for probably a Catholic holy day. And, you know, that was exactly, she loved the Lord in all of her understanding. What I've learned in that is she loved God in all of her understanding. That was the church that she was attending. But mom had us all lined up on the floor. And, of course, it became a very unholy fashion and we were promptly dismissed after a few prayers that we tried to say. And poor mom. But you know what? My mom was a mother, um, woman of prayer. And she would not go to bed any night until we all left the kitchen. Night after night, she would lean, uh, kneel down on that lino floor on a cold Irish night. No, it wasn't cold in that room because it was always a be beautiful big fire. If you come from the UK or Ireland, you know about the Aga fire. It was always on. It's there. But she knelt down on that, that lino floor night after night. And we knew when mommy was wanting us to go to bed because she would get very fidgety. So that, you know, so we knew she wants to pray. I never, I never, ever knew about the power of that until I became a Christian. And then I look back on mom's life and the example that she was setting and you know over the years I've been involved in many prayer um, ministry things and I always had a prayer partner as well and that's like the prayer partner is a friend you meet with and you're going to pray specifically for some things and we've seen some incredible things happen through the year 30 years 32 years being a Christian and it's really important to be very pacific and this is what God has taught me over the years very specific in your prayer and, and God encourages us to ask so you know he says come with boldness and know it's his desire to have good things to give good things to his kids and great scripture 1 John 5 verses 14 says now this is the confidence we have in approaching God that we if we ask anything according to his will he hears us and we have seen so many prayers answered over the year, and I'm sure you, you have too. Um, but we can come with confidence. I want to encourage you today, come with confidence before God. For Phil and I, it's one of the things that we have managed to foster over the years, is to pray together. And I, I can't even remember the earliest we started, but we've been praying together for years. That might be just for a couple of moments in the morning, 
it might be for longer sometimes and we've certainly always praying over our children and over our church family and you know something I don't think we would have survived all these years without being able to pray together and God is being in the middle of us and uh, yeah he's right in the center I've been part of prayer ministry teams, as I said, prayer counseling teams where you're specifically asked to pray when someone's been counseled, intercessory prayer groups. And I have found in all of that prayer to be the greatest tool and the weapons against the plans of the enemy, the disappointments of life, the greatest conversations that our mouth can speak out of, the ones that are into the very heart of the living God. We're talking about a living God here. It's the greatest thing that we can use our mouth for. And He is our rock. He is the one we can cling to, our harbor, our refuge. And having that targeted prayer and being pacific um, and praying in our heavenly language, praying in the Holy Spirit, the power of the Holy Ghost, you can see things break open and mountains come down and answers coming into, in, coming into, um, into our lives and into the lives of our family and friends, whoever we're praying for. And Colossians 4 verses 2 says, continue earnestly in prayer, being vigilant in it with thanksgiving. And I thought about these few scriptures that I've chosen. There are so many. You could speak all day on the prayer scriptures. They are so amazing. There's so many and that I would love to have chosen. But, you know, Jesus is God, was God while he was here on earth. And he prayed often. He was found often praying to God. His life, he was a conversation with the Father. And he prayed in various different ways. He prayed alone. He prayed with others. He prayed for others. He taught on prayer, the Lord's Prayer. He taught us the most beautiful prayer, the Lord's Prayer. He prayed in nature. He prayed on mountaintops. He prayed in confidence. He prayed in truth. He prayed in the Spirit. And He encourages us to pray, to be diligent in our prayer life. If that's just a couple of moments, brilliant, start there. And let God increase that over your life. And I really want to encourage you to have those conversations with God. And it's so important that we are open and honest and that we reach out to, to others to pray for us. And that's what we're going to do later. We're going to pray for you and I, for, for people today, because it's so open that we, so important that we reach out and, and ask for prayer. And, and many times God will use you to bring the breakthrough to someone's life. And God will use others to bring breakthrough into your life or breakthrough for, as Pastor Lauren was saying, our, our nation right now needs us to pray. Our community needs us to pray. Our city needs us to pray. And our globe needs us to pray right now. We are just a vessel. Prayer is doing the heavy lifting. I heard that quote from Pastor Bobby. It's doing the heavy lifting. We're not to be burdened with it. We're just going to be obedient in it. So James 5 verses 16 says, Confess your trespasses to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Wow, that scripture has encouraged me so much over the year that I know, Lord God, if I stand righteous, we are righteous before the Lord. I stand before him and I'm praying on his behalf on a specific thing that God says it's going to avail much. 
my prayers are going to avail much. Prayers are so powerful. And I've learned that you don't know, you don't have to be there to pray for someone. You do not have to be in that room to pray for someone. You can be on the other side of the world. That has happened to me so often. I've been praying for people in Ireland. And I'll tell you a couple of quick things there, which really was incredible. I had a call from my sister. She said, oh, you, my um, daughter's met someone at a university. And, um, oh, he was brought up like your kids going to church. And I thought, oh, fantastic. Finally, someone's going to come to Christ in my family, praying for my family for years. And they said, oh, but he doesn't go to church, you know, and all that. And uh, so I thought, right, okay. Put down the phone. I thought, no way am I going to put up with that. I am not, not going to put up with that from the enemy. I have fought too hard too hard to set the example for living in Christ. I have labored for my family in prayer. I'm going to get in and I'm going to pray for this young man who was at university in Ireland. And I can tell you where I was. I was turning the corner of Wanneroo Road onto Ocean Reef and I started to say in the Holy Spirit, get back into church, Michael. Get back into church. In the name of Jesus, you will get back into church and start to intercede for him. Well, over the next couple of weeks, I had a phone call from Ireland. My sister said, Mary, Catherine, who you met, needs to actually speak to, speak to you. Michael walked into the house. He fell down on his knees, grabbed his Bible and said, I'm going back to church. Finish the relationship. Yeah, you can keep that down. And I thought, Lord Jesus, you are such an amazing, sovereign God. And there's so much in that story. But um, through that, she became a Christian, got baptized in Ireland. And um, he was American. His father was pastor and anything. How they would meet at a university in Ireland and him not walking in the Lord. He's back in church now serving the Lord. And um, I just want to show you that you can be anywhere any side of the world and you pray targeted prayers for that specific thing another thing that happened um, and there's so many over the years that um, I was praying for my dad he'd been in hospital um, but again you know he was coming out of hospital no one had been to see him that day that night I just felt the, the, the unction of the Holy Spirit go and, go and pray for your father I went into the room Holy Spirit said to me, lift up the picture of your father, lay hands on it. And I said, Lord, I've never done that before. I don't want to look freaky in my own bedroom, even to myself. So I laid hands on that picture and I started to intercede for dad. And then Phil came into the room. I said, I don't know what's happening, but I know the Lord is saying we need to pray. And I prayed over both of our, my parents. And I said, you know, 6.30 in the morning, that was a Saturday night, I get a phone call from Ireland, Mary, brace yourself. And I went... She said, Dad's, Daddy's, Daddy's dead. And the first thing that I said, God told me. And they went, oh. And I said, last night, I said, I, I was praying for Dad. Um, you know what? They, 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 my family didn't really understand that. I thought, but God showed me that I was part of when the Holy Spirit was coming to bring him home. And the Lord was drawing upon his spirit to come home. I was in Australia praying for it, and I could never say to God, you, I was not a part of Daddy's passing away, or I had not time to, to actually pray for him. And, and he passed away, and I was so part of that. Lord says, you were with me, Mary. Your father's with me. And it's just an incredible, incredible thing. So, so it's just amazing. And yeah, I guess I, I am getting just overwhelmed because God, and I want to encourage you today, God is in the midst of us. 
And he just wants us to start that conversation. Prayer journal is such a wonderful thing as well to keep. And this little quote from Joyce Meyer, gratitude is the shortest lived emotion. Why do I say that? Because in Luke 17, it talks about the 10 lepers that were healed and only one came back. And one of the things that I have felt God say to me over the years, turn back and say thank you. Turn back and say thank you. And every time something happens, I always say, stop and just say thank you, Jesus. Because God really does move in situations. But will we turn back and say thank you? Turn back and say thank you to the Lord. Turn back and take a moment to stop and then let your breakthrough be a testimony to others. Let your breakthrough be a testimony to others. It's, an, it's, it's how God wants to use your life. Thank you so much for joining us online today. Really great to have you with us and special thanks to those also who give online. Your generosity is making the way for others to hear the message of Jesus both here in Australia and around the world. If you enjoyed today's message, I'd love to encourage you to share this message with a friend, a workmate, a family member. And let's believe together that it will powerfully impact their life for good in Jesus' name. If you're unable to be with us at one of our church locations, uh, both here in Australia and around the world, please join us online every Sunday for Global Heart at Home on YouTube. God bless and have a great week.